and welcome to Bomb Squad, an In Dreams Club PlayStation podcast. My name is Andrew Mogelson, and I am not physically joined by, by, but digitally joined by my good host, Chris Lane. How are you? I don't know about you, but I'm feeling... 22. <laughs> That's it, yeah? It's episode 22. Episode 22. Very good, very good, Chris, very good. Bit of Taylor Swift to... It- lighten these dark times yes these these unprecedented times as they often say um everyone's yeah, saying so un- unprecedented i know it, unprecedented is like the new number one word to say it's unprecedented it's, um, it, i mean i suppose it is true isn't it, it is unprecedented yeah. times but yeah so obviously obviously given the the current covid19 crisis um chris and i are not recording together we are we are both in our own homes um and uh it's been an interesting time hasn't it yeah it's been a i don't know it's just weird isn't it it's so yeah. weird you, yeah, you go out the sure. house for your whatever your bit of exercise just go shopping and it's just dead yeah nothing no one's about yeah everyone's, so few cars I, as well yeah it's kind of weird you, you obviously you hope everyone is just sort of doing well and, and keeping safe mm-hmm. but it's just you're seeing like both sides of society at the same time, aren't you? You're seeing like some really nice and good things that are happening, but mm. you also like I, I was walking past a park doing a bit of exercise walking, and um, it's just about like this group of like eight lads just playing football together. Yeah, and you're like, what are you doing? Go home. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I am. Um, go and, I've go been and do saying some homework. to my, <laughs> I've been saying to my friends that whenever, so I try and go out for a walk every day, and um, so far it's been pretty much bang on. Uh, because I, I smile at everyone that I walk past because I want to keep keep these positive, these hashtag positive thoughts and, and kind of actions. And um, every time I smile at someone, uh, the, like one day will be everyone's smiling back to me and everyone's in a really good mood and there's dogs dancing around and it's all fun and happy. And then this, the next day, no one's smiling at all. Everyone's glaring kind of and looking really angry. And then the next day will be smiling. Um, so I think today should be an unhappy day for me. Um, oh really? So yeah, I'll, I'll let you know if that's still the case. But uh, huh, fair enough. I suppose at least like you're getting alternate happiness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Indeed. Like, um, like that's that's a good um that'd be a good name for a book. I think alternate, alternate happiness. Ha- yeah. <laughs> or like an early two thousands punk rock band. Uh, yeah, like that's it. That's an an emo band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, well, given, given these unprecedented times, um, it's been very interesting to see how many people, how many more people have been flocking towards gaming. Um, it's really having a moment right now, isn't it? It's huge. I've had loads of people saying that, oh, you know, they're, they're jealous of the fact that I've, that I can like, that I can just go and play games and stuff like that when they're, you know, other people are just sort of, okay, well, what do I binge watch now? Or yeah. What? Yeah. So yeah. it is interesting. It is interesting, but yeah. um, it's it's been good for catching up on stuff and really yes, getting yeah. into games and that. But yeah, definitely. That's that's that was kind of what I was coming to. Is I've had quite a few friends uh, ask for like oh, suggestions, like people who play a game like every now and then, and then they're like, oh yeah, what's some good uh, like stories to play through or good games to play, um, which have been fun, kind of making suggestions. But as you say, um, I have had a backlog of games for for probably best part of a decade. Um, yeah. of like certain things and this is finally the time where it's actually like justifiable to and and possible to actually work through those um, yeah 
I will say that nice. it's quite funny. It's it's good if you've like got a PlayStation or an Xbox there already, like to hand that you can just now just you know crack on and play some good stuff. But you know, for those of people that don't that don't have a console or don't have a computer that can play it, like my I've got a friend. Um, my friend Josh has just got a, I think he's got an old PlayStation Two. Yeah, and he's man. He, I. I told him which adapter he needed to get so that he could hook it up <laughs> to like an HDMI. And the games that his brother um, hadn't managed to sell or throw away were um, Harry Potter 1, 2, <laughs> 3, two copies of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, so the fourth one. And two Harry copies? Potter, yeah, two copies of it. And then um, the fifth Harry Potter game as well, all on PS2. Wow. That is quite uh, a collection. Yeah. So quite impressive. He did send me a picture of um, him playing, I think, like a SmackDown versus Raw PlayStation <laughs> 2 game. Though, so. SmackDown versus Raw 2003. <laughs> yeah, probably. So he's he's at least moved on a little bit to that. But. Yeah. Yeah. I um, The people that I feel most sorry for in terms of games consoles right now is like my friend Andrew. Um, he's currently only got a PS... Well, and my other friend Adam. They've only got PS3s at, their, at oh, yeah. the respective place they're at and ps1 and 2 like i can feel like nostalgic for doing that but i just i don't think i could i can't imagine using a ps3 one the controller and two which is it's just a ps2 controller anyway but the controller and also just like the interface of the ps3 i just remember by the end of it it was like i hated using it because it was yeah. so slow and all over the place um, yeah that's true but you've got to you've got to do what you've got to do, and you've got to work with what you've got. So, but yeah. So what's um what's something that you've been uh, catching up on then while yes. you've had the time? Yeah, absolutely. So I have finally um, finished Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, it's taken me a year and a half to basically play it, um, <laughs> but I did manage to yeah smash out the rest of that. Um, and my thoughts are all over the place on it. Absolutely all over the place. Um, but I will I will say that the in terms of like the positives for it, there's a there's a moment without spoiling anything. There's a moment where um, kind of a realization comes to your main character, um, and you, you kind of you realize something about the main character. And from then on, I was very very impressed with the uh, the character building and the general story at that point um, until the it- end. It's surprising that it's Rockstar, isn't it? Really? Yeah, abso- absolutely. When you, yeah, I think I think when you, I think it's like up there with like really really good stories and characters in gaming. It, as you say, it's especially surprising coming from Rockstar with how, um, uh, like I, I may, yeah, I'd maybe go as far as saying that how kind of nuanced it is and how kind of interesting it is, um, and and not. And not like tongue in cheek the whole time. It's pretty serious, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is which is nice to see, um, and ge- genuinely really compelling um, throughout that moment. For, for me, at least, from that moment to the end of the story um, was really really great. Um, and it's such an incredible world as well that they've created. Um, it really is a labor of love in terms of how detailed it is. Um, for sure. Um, so I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad to have, to, to finish that and got that off my list. Um, and what else have I played? Uh, I've been re- oh yeah, recently playing a bit of Don't Starve together with friends, which has been quite fun. 
Um, and the main other thing then is Doom Eternal. Um, so nice. now that that's out, um, I have played probably um, maybe two hours or so, um, which is basically the first, and I'm just about to, oh, like right at the very end of the second mission. Um, and it's so good to, it's so good to be back playing a Doom game. Um, but my goodness, had I forgotten how, especially coming from Red Dead, it is so quick paced. It's so, so quick. Um, and uh, the, it's also like, I don't remember Doom 2016 being like really hard, but I feel like, I feel like this is like really hard. Um, yeah, I, I've, a, lot the reviews, even... a lot of the reviews I've been looking at are saying that it's just like they've really turned it up. Like, loads yeah, of yeah, yeah. I, I, so I'm not. I'm playing on. I think what is considered like the normal mode. It's the what the default one that comes up. Um, it's like okay. make make me hurt or something like that called. Um, and uh, yeah, I've I've died quite a few times. There, there's one part that was really really tricky. Um, but it's still so much fun. They really really quickly get you into the groove of um kind of getting weapons getting abilities and stuff like that the whole first like mission is basically like a long tutorial essentially um yeah but it, it really quickly there's you know how with doom 2016 there's like your kind of intro little bit and then it gave you the credits or like the yeah, opening title yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like a two minute opening video and the title it's like it doesn't have that little gameplay bit into it, but it's still really, really cool when it does it. Um, amazing. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching a lot of reviews of it and um, stuff. Cause I, I, I've bought it. I'm ready to go, but I'm just sort of. Yeah. I'm finishing stuff off that I'm currently playing um, at the moment. Yeah. But just looking at how they how they've tried to um, kind of like force you to be really varied in how you take things on, and also, mm. um, yeah, trying like trying to make you not just have one way of playing the whole game yeah it seems really clever in terms of like how you get ammo how you get armor health yeah that 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 was another thing which is which is um i feel quite different from 2016 is um ammo refilling and stuff is there is ammo in the world but like you use your chainsaw um and you whenever you chainsaw someone you get ammo for basically every weapon you you have um and the it's almost like the chainsaw is your pistol from the first game almost it feels like um although you do have limited ammo of the chainsaw stuff as well so you can just completely run out of everything um which has happened once to me and it was terrifying the second it happened um but it's yeah it's uh i like I, i like how quickly it gets you into the flow of everything um but there is a lot to it. There's a lot of upgrades and modifications to add to things. Um, and you are using like every button on the controller almost <laughs> immediately. Um, nice. But yeah, really happy with so. And also the worlds are so detailed. I think I watched quite a long kind of tech video on id Tech 7. And it's incredible how smooth and how detailed this game is. Um, yeah, very impressed so far. Brilliant. Um, so what about, what about yourself? Uh, I've got a few different things that I've been playing really. First one, um, I jumped into Shadow of the Colossus because yeah. I never um, never really uh, played it. I've obviously watched you play it and um, mm. seen your... <laughs> seen uh, me bite a controller. 
Yeah, see you bite a controller and chuck it across the room. Um, but I thought I'd give that a go, seeing as you know, got enough time. So I think mm. I'm. I think I've done ten. Nice. Of the, I think there's sixteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the colossus, the colossus, the colossi, colossi, yeah, colossi, the colossi. Um, and yeah, really enjoying it. I there's points where, um, you know, the feeling of actually actually finally defeating them is just so so good especially when you've been like struggling a bit but then there's parts of it that just you go oh my goodness i wish this this didn't have to be quite as frustrating as it was in terms of like how you play it yeah um like for example i think the second the second or the third colossi colossi um you have to swim through this lake and then um walk up this stone this sort of curved stone thing um yeah. jump off the end of it then shimmy round jump on so you get to the top to this platform where the where the colossi is um and that the jump and then to catch onto the ledge you have to mm. took me i don't know probably like 10 tries at least yeah because and, and in the end i had to i had to like i went onto google and i was like what am i doing wrong like how yeah. I, like why am how am i not catching because you, know, you jump and then obviously you have the hold the climb uh, mechanic where you hold R2 to cling on to something mm. and um, so I was like jumping holding that nothing and it's like you have to jump in this very specific way to get to it but I was like oh my goodness because you if you don't make the jump you drop down back into the lake which is quite far from where you can then run back up to jump and yeah. the swimming is ridiculously slow there's like no way to yeah. speed it up and so I was like probably for a good like half an hour just sort of raging to myself thinking why does yeah. it have to be this way <laughs> yeah um also like that horse man yeah we give i've I've given um i've given roach roach a hard, a hard quite time. a hard time but aggro yeah is is giving me aggro and, and the thing is i know <laughs> that i know that he dies later <laughs> or, 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 or or like appears to die and i'm i'm actually kind of like looking forward to it yeah looking forward to that moment for sure um but yeah there's and, and like when you finally get something right and that music swells when you're climbing mm. up the colossal it's so good so so yeah good. they they um they're those team eco games are so strange in i feel like how they build like an atmosphere and through music and visuals and stuff it's like it's it almost feels kind of like a i feel like a like a kids um um fairy tale kind of like that gives me the same kind of nostalgic feeling as though them um but they are yeah very atmospheric and kind of interesting in that way but But yeah they they control in such a specific manner as well yeah it's so different than everything else it does make me quite um quite tempted to play last guardian though yeah yeah that, I'm, so I'm that's, enjoying it. Just want to see what the um, what the sort of like modern take on that, um, on that like control would look like. Yeah, I, I, I. So I've only played like maybe half an hour of it, and I'm pretty sure it's like pretty much identical. <laughs> There's not oh, okay. much modernizing. <laughs> um, but uh, that's uh, so I've made a, a list of things I want to try and get done whilst whilst we're in our lockdown and things like that. And that's that's on my list to to get back and play play through the last yeah. guardian 
Also, if you if you've ever played um, Shadow of the Colossus or just know a bit about the game, just go onto YouTube and type in like mm. Shadow of the Shadow of the Colossus speed run. And oh yes. my gosh, the the you know if you've played any of them and you know once you get past sort of like four or five of the Colossus that are really just um, like tutorials in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um. Once you get past them, they they do that. You know, it does get quite a bit more difficult. You really got to think about what you're doing, and then watching someone beat a colossus that took me uh it actually tells you on when you save it tells you how long each one takes you oh really to, to kill oh, yeah it's cool. it, 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 from the cutscene of them coming into when they die it tells yeah. you how long and like the first few can it will take you like three four five minutes um yeah. and then there was one kind of like the big sort of tortoise shell one that f- shoots like fire at you mm. you where you basically got to like shoot its foot and make it flip over oh no you, it's got to You've got to get it onto like the big geysers. Oh yeah, yeah, the, and then it kind of flips over. That one took me like about thirty-five minutes or something. It's yeah. ridiculous, like that. And then watching someone kill it in the space of two and a half minutes. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, just absolutely yeah. ridiculous, but but incredible. So yeah, if you get yeah. if you if you're interested in that game, like just go on YouTube, type in speed run Shadow of the Colossus. Incredible. Yeah, and you you you're playing on the the like remaster, isn't it? Yeah, the blue point yeah, yeah. remaster. Yeah. yeah. Really nice looking game. Oh yeah, definitely. Like really beautiful. Um, and is there anything you, else you're? Yeah, what, is there anything else you're playing? Or? No, I think I think that's all. F- yeah, so it's just uh, yeah, finishing off Red Dead and then just starting at Doom Eternal. Um, cool. Uh, well, the the one that I've been I've played an outrageous yeah, amount of <laughs> since been off uh, is Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, so really, really got into that. So I think I've just about hit. 36 hours played <laughs> that game. Uh, most of which has been in the space of about eight or nine days um yeah, yeah really really enjoying it proper old school uh turn-based jrpg um you know overblown story you're the you're the person who was born as part of a prophecy to save the mm. world and defeat the lord of shadows you know all that sort of stuff yeah yeah um you know massively long like massively mm. long like i mean it's not persona it's not persona level by any stretch of the imagination but um it's probably going to take about 50 odd hours to actually fully yeah. complete and um yeah so i'm get I'm, I'm on the way i'm on the yeah. way to getting to the end of it but it's been it's been really enjoyable i really enjoy the turn-based stuff and you can set your like tactics of battle so that people will you know, focus on a certain thing. You can like set someone to focus on healing. You can set people to, um, you know, fight in a way that doesn't use too much MP. And so it's, it's yeah. quite, it's quite good how in depth that part is. Um, the thing that's struck me about the game the most though, that I've enjoyed the most is, um, how well written a lot of the, mm. I mean, they're, they're not, they're not side quests, but the sort of main quest parts that are not the major story beats, yeah um like how well written some of those parts actually surprisingly are i was expecting a lot of it just to be sort of like oh this little village is being terrorized by this or yeah whatever go and kill this big monster you've saved the village and a lot of it is kind of like that and that's what it all boils down to but the um the sort of care that's gone into a lot of those yeah is uh is really impressive considering how big the game is yeah Um, yeah for sure and it's yeah it obviously the art style is absolutely lovely if it's very um you know over the top colorful cartoony yeah. um 
and I can see people maybe like not really liking that very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've re- I, when I first saw the the style of Dragon Quest, it, it takes a while to get used to, but now it just sure. It, yeah, it, it, you've completely fallen in love with it, and it's absolutely lovely. But and it doesn't look like a game where the story would get quite as dark as it has. Yeah, um, which is quite a surprise in a way. Um, yeah, I will say though the only problem is that something that I found actually by playing this is that the music, although the music tracks are really good, there's just not enough of them. I don't think there's like yeah. enough variation in the music in the game, um, mm. especially because of how long it is. Like the, yeah. the battle, the general battle theme is pretty, it's like the same. Yeah. Maybe I think like bosses won't be slightly different, but it's like exactly the same for every yeah, single yeah, battle. Yeah, and yeah. like you're obviously you're battling a lot. Um, and like some towns will have the same bit of music. Some large open areas will have the same bit. So it's kind of like you'll have your loading screen and then, Oh, that same bit of music starts again. Yeah, yeah, of and course, of course. When you get past sort of like, I don't know, 25, 30 hours in a game and you're hearing that same bit of music for like the 300th time, you're sort of, it gets a point where you're like, okay, it would have been cool to have a little bit more, a little bit of, uh, of a difference somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Um, but really, really cool game. It's, it's especially like now while you're just sort of locked up <laughs> and you can't go. Yeah, anywhere. yeah, yeah. Um, it's Wait, been a really good like one. The, it's the best. Uh, like, well, as you say, it's a good one to to kind of play through, and it's also a good one because I imagine it's the kind of game where normally in normal life, like it would it would take like six months to a year to like get through the whole thing because you can only put a little bit of time towards it each kind of weekend or weekday or something. Um, so it, could, it would take an absolute age to normally get through it. Um, yeah. but it's, it's, it's nice as well with, at least from what I've seen, it seems very much like, like yeah, most kind of role-playing games, um, have evolved and changed into like what you would consider like maybe like a modern role-playing game. Whereas this, this, at least from what I've seen and what I know is it's quite like classic in the way it, it, it comes at everything. Um, and that's, and there's obviously still a a place for that. So it's good to see that still, um, existing as it were, because I think a lot of, a lot of, um, the normal, uh, franchises are kind of going to more like, uh, more action oriented or shorter stories and things like that. Um, yeah. It's good to see uh, someone still doing it. It's good how it, um, you know, it's kind of kept that it's kept to the core of the, traditional style of um uh like turn-based combat and that but it's it's, it's very because obviously last time we talked about the the final fantasy 7 remake demo mm. and it's very interesting how different the combat is between those two because yeah. this is very very simple you know you have your attack you have abilities you have spells you have items that you can use on your turn that's kind of it and then there's certain other bits as well like pep powers and stuff like that that are like special like kind of like limit breaky sort of things sure. um and it's interesting going from one to the other to see how one thing has developed itself over time and is using a mixture of modern and new and then how one is like no this is how we do it yeah and how yeah both both have their positives for sure and i think um it's nice to be able for example it's nice with dragon quest to be able to sit here play it for a few hours and actually you can just sort of 
put the controller down oh i can be looking what's going on on twitter i can be doing this and saying oh i can just go and grind for a bit listen to some music not really bother mm. like engaging too much whereas with like the final fantasy 7 remake demo no you've got to be yeah you've got to be there and present the whole time um, yeah absolutely. which can be a positive and a negative i guess for both but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. quite nice I especially suppose... with with the lockdown it's quite nice to have be able to like chill out a little bit with it yeah yeah for sure because there's, there's it's obviously a time where you can catch up on intense kind of story related stuff but also it's it's a time where you do want to kind of switch off your mind whereas you would normally be able to switch off in a different way this is kind of one way of doing that yeah. um and and it's just good to see it's it's good to see at least there's there is still a traditional version of of that style of game around um i think i think especially when when your game is like 50 hours minimum that i think there's there's an expectation that you should be able to switch off your mind for a chunk of that because trying to stay engaged like 100 percent engaged for that length of game is is kind of draining at times yeah um, definitely it do, i am very much looking forward to being able to get in and like beat doom in like yeah 12 hours in, or something <laughs> yeah exactly back to a normal length kind of yeah. game as it were yeah um excellent excellent um was there anything else that you've got through or is it um i've played like i know you've got your ongoing final fantasy kind of thing um i am i did i did finish another final fantasy Mm, uh, a few mm. years ago on the vita and that but i'll tell you what i had did have my vita the r the shoulder button my r shoulder button yeah um every now and then it's stick it's starting to stick a little bit Uh getting a a bit worried about it i gotta be Uh honest i was i was looking at um do you know what? I was looking at how much um, like the white PlayStation Vitas are. Yeah, yeah. Is they're, it, is, they're, is, they're expensive. Can they're you still... get can you get them in our design with the OLED screen, or are they the newer version? I don't think you can get them with the OLED. Ah, with the LCD yeah. screens. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's one of those where I was like, "Ooh, how fun would that be if I just bought a new yeah PlayStation Vita?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so I was getting a little, I was getting a little bit worried about it. I, I, I tell you what, I've got, I've, I've actually played a few other things as well. But I'll just be really quick. Um, no, yeah. I spammed a load of cheap platinum trophies. Yes, I'm a bad yes. person. Um, what did I do? I did uh, the Mayo one. Yeah, where you just sit, you just click on I'm some Mayo. Mayo. I also, there's also if you, if anyone is wanting to just get a the. Honestly, this platinum is disgusting. Like the, my name is Mayo Platinum is disgusting. <laughs> but there's a game. There's a game called Slide, uh, which is S L S L Y D E. Okay. And what it is is you know like those sliding picture puzzles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's those, right? Um, but what you do is you find a specific one, and if you complete one of them in a certain time, it just unlocks the platinum. <laughs> And you can literally just find a specific thing online and you just do it and it unlocks. You literally just go like, oh, silver, 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 gold, gold, gold. So that was pretty, uh, so yeah, if anyone fancies doing that to to get made up internet points, then uh, you can do that. Unbelievable. The other thing that I I played was um, uh, Twin Breaker. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the sacred symbols. So another the PlayStation podcast sacred symbols. They've uh, um put out a game called it uh, like a yes. brick breaker game called Twin Breaker. And, uh, played it for a couple of hours. Really, really fun 
Okay. Super hard. Super oh, really? hard. Yeah, like... That doesn't surprise con- me, to be honest. You're controlling two paddle. You know, like on Brick Breaker, so you've got the little paddle at the bottom. You're controlling two... Is it two- your left and your right stick are the two yeah. paddles? Yeah. See. And it is... Uh, and th- there gets a point, though, because you-, you start off with, like, two, and you get your mind around that, and that's pretty difficult. Then you yeah. get four... Ah, so you've got the two at the bottom with your stick. So going left and right with your left and right analog stick will control them going left and right. Yeah, but then you get left and right up and down uh, along along the side. And honestly, it just my brain just can't deal. I can't <laughs> I can't deal with it. It's too it's just way too much. So yeah, I jump in in every now and then. It's um really fun trophy list on that as well. Actually, they're all um. And what they do as well is because it's made by people that like like hunting trophies and stuff, it's got a specific point in the main menu that shows you your stats for every single trophy and what you need to do to get every single one. Nice. Which is pretty, um, nice. pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's, um, that's cross-buy as well. So you get that on your Vita and your PS4. Yeah. For one, one purchase. Excellent, excellent. I am um, sorry. I was just also looking as well for um, for this week in dreams. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So this week in dreams, I'm trying to find the link to the actual thing of, of what it's called, um, but I think I sent you a, a link of it, um, which I think it's called Closer to the River. I think it might be called, and it's um, it's a scene, so it's not actually a game. Oh, okay. But it's, um, let me let me just I'm just going to Google it as well. Closer to the river, if that's actually what it's called, because you can definitely if you type in closer. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Dreams is an ever expanding thing. Is this the level? Yeah, I think it's called Closer to the River um, and it's a scene that someone's created. But my goodness, is it one of the most impressive things I've seen in Dreams in terms of pure visuals? Oh, um, wow. It is it is phenomenal looking, um, really really impressive. Um, so I'm I'm intrigued to see what what people can continue to do when you can create things like this. I know they so they have a thing called the thermometer, which is basically how much stuff you've got in your scene, um, and I think that 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 was um, meant to be running it pretty pretty close to the limit, um, yeah. but it also it kind of it makes me super excited for a PS5 version of it to have like an expanded bigger thermometer available for the people who are creating stuff. Um, but the guy who made it is called Bad Robo. So it's B-A-D space R-O-B-O. I mean, he's got a YouTube channel where he's got a couple of his other dream things. But um, yeah, yeah, very awesome. impressive. Very impressive. Cool. Um, right. I think we should we should pause there and have a bit of fun good uh, maybe play right. a bit of a game and i so believe you've, uh, you've got something sorted right i have of course i have i've brought back boss or dross boss or dross classic and what i've done is i have uh i've selected bosses from dragon quest 11 nice 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 which you've never played exactly i will have means no idea about this you will have no idea so you're ha- you're basically just going on how uh, likely they sound from the name okay okay so and obviously i'm i'm trusting you now because we're not in the same room and you're i know, I, know. I'm, 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 I'm i am typing i'm just sending an email quickly <laughs> i was just hoping that you're not going to open up no, like, no, no, the no. 
Dragon Quest wiki and a search for bosses. But the first boss that you need to guess yeah. is Wambelina. So you uh, need to tell uh, me Wambelina. Wham- is Wambelina, is it a real boss from Dragon Quest Eleven or is it Dross? <laughs> is it something that I've made up? Um, right, my, hand, my hands are clear here. I'm not typing. Um, sure. Wambelina. I'm... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that that is a dross. Dross. So I've made it yeah, up. I, yeah, I'm going with dross. And I'm thinking, regardless of whether I get this right or wrong, this is going to be a good um, uh, kind of indicator moving forward. If I know if it's real or not, then I can, I can base my, my knowledge around that. Okay. You're wrong. No, no. Wambelina. Right, so I know is... that I know I know that Dragon Quest uh, boss names are stupid. Then Dragon Quest <laughs> Dragon Quest's boss names are quite silly, or some of them. Are. Okay, okay, um, okay. I'll tell you a couple that uh, I haven't got on the list as well when we're done. Uh, so yeah. n- number two, I've got ten by the way. Um, okay, cool. Number two is the headless Goncho. How do you spell Goncho? G O N C H O. Okay, the headless Goncho. Um, right, this I, I'm gonna stick with. I, I'm gonna say that this one is a boss. Then, okay, yeah, this one is dross. No, <laughs> it is. It, I tell you what, it was a bit of a trick one though, because there is a boss called the Headless Honcho. Ah, oh. I just changed the name slightly, so that one I was tricking you a little bit. Okay, yeah, okay. Right, number three. You ready? Yeah. Number three is Hendrick. Sorry? Hendrick. Hendrick. H- H-E-N-D-R-I-K. Okay, it's kind of like the gin, but without the S. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the gin. Yeah. Um, this one, Hendrick is... Um, Hendrick's a dross. I believe you made that one up. Hendrick is dross. Yes. But I didn't... He is actually a character in the game. And, he, and ah. it looks, and it, it well, Dragon Quest Eleven spoilers, everyone. It looks like he's going to be a boss, like throughout the game. It kind of looks like he's going to be one of the bosses, but actually, yeah, he's a good guy. So you were correct. Cool. Well done. Right. Number four. Number four is Mordigan. 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 Um. I'm going with a a boss. Boss? Yeah. Sounds evil. Correct. Mordigan yeah. is is the Lord of Shadows. He's the bad guy. Oh, he's the main baddie. He's the main villain. Gotcha, gotcha. At least gotcha. like at this point I'm told he is the main villain. It was a it was a classic sort of like twenty hours in. Yeah. Oh, this is the real villain. Okay, cool. Ah, uh, okay. So hiding in the shadows beforehand. Yeah. Um, okay, number five. Number five is Tatsunaga. Katsunaga. Uh, no, T. Tatsunaga. Ta- ta- Tatsunaga. Um, hmm. Tatsunaga. I'm going to say that is a... Uh, boss sure no (laughs) (laughs) 
yes, I'm going to stick with Boss. I'm going to stick with Boss. You're correct. It is a Boss. Excellent. He's actually the. Uh, this, he's where I'm up to. He's the most recent. I, I beat him earlier today. Twice. Okay. Technically. Perfect. You had to beat him twice. First time, he was easy. Second time, much more difficult. Um, much more difficult. <laughs> okay. Number six is the restless night the restless night the restless night and that's as night as in like k n i i g h t by the way yeah 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 um it's a good name you know it's a good name it is a good name yeah that's why i'm going to say it's boss cuz it's not a silly name <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes their names are silly uh no sorry i meant i meant i meant i'm gonna say dross oh you meant dross yeah i meant it's not it's not silly enough no exactly okay it is actually a boss oh no they went serious for once (laughs) yeah it's quite a good boss actually um that one but a lot of spoilers a lot of spoilers (laughs) i would be disappointed if the rest of tonight was not a good boss because it sounds like a good boss no, it is. I mean, uh, the fight's not that interesting. Okay. But the, but the character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Number seven. Number seven is Baron Burp. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just going to... Uh, I'm going Dross. I'm going Dross. It can't be that silly. <laughs> you it sure? It can't be. Yeah. It is Dross. I did make yes. that one up. Yeah, I did make that one up. <laughs> Look, I uh, like the name as a boss, but it, it, it's just... Bit too much. Yeah, bit too much, bit too much. <laughs> I I think there should be a... I'm going to go... After we're done on this, I'm going to Google Baron Burp and see if anything... Yeah. If that is a boss anywhere. A- in any okay. media ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number eight is um the Mega Slime. The Mega Slime. Um... Yeah, yeah, I, I like I like the mega slime. I think that's I think that can be that can be a boss. Yeah, because like slimes are quite a big Dragon Quest yeah. thing. You know the yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. the blue slime. Is it is it the little blue thing? Yeah, yeah, those are slimes. Yeah, uh, so the mega no, the mega slime is the is the big boss that you have to defeat of those things. Oh, I made it up. Ah, uh, I think there you're is. Playing a... on, you're playing. You're playing on my very <laughs> small knowledge of the game, in that I know that there are slime things. I am. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think there is a king slime. Oh god, I, I knew I thing. knew it was that. Yeah, I just got my just got my pronouns mixed up. <laughs> yeah, is that, is that a pronoun? <laughs> kind uh, of. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, anyway, number nine. Number nine is the Slayer of the Sands. No, it's too cool sounding. Too cool. But dross, Dross. The Slayer of the Sands is actually a boss. Oh, flip sake. It's quite an early one. Um, yeah. I think it's like a big sort of crustacean looking thing. Mm. Uh, did you it. say it's quite early? Yeah. That's why I didn't know it because I've only played from 60 hours onwards. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've played 60 hours onwards, you'll know of boss number 10. Yeah. Million Dollar Briny. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Million Dollar Briny. I'm going to say that that is um, 100% guaranteed to be a boss. 
a boss and if, yeah and if it is i'm gonna be so disappointed in dragon quest <laughs> uh it's dross i made it oh up. good good it's redeemed itself by not <laughs> having a boss called that <laughs> um there is oh i didn't oh i had the list up i don't have it up anymore there is a boss yeah. called um uh dory Ann gray though and stuff like that there's, there's like, yeah it's quite some there are some silly names um you got uh five out of ten div- yeah that's not very good 50 percent well, yeah, it's all right. You, uh, you know, you've never Considering, played it. Yeah. What in um in schooling? What would I get for fifty percent? Is that a D? Well, they don't have letters anymore. It's all numbers now. Uh, fine. Forget it. Forget it. I don't want to deal with. You don't want to know. No, I, don't I think you've probably got a D. Yeah. I think nowadays yeah. that might be like a f- might might got like a four. Okay. Which is okay. alright. That's yeah, alright. That's alright. That's alright. Not bad. That's exactly exactly right. what it is. All right. <laughs> um excellent well thank you very much for that um now the next thing i had is uh, just a couple of bits of news um because obviously we have been away for a couple of weeks and quite a lot has happened but uh, the, the well the biggest thing is the playstation 5 had like a technical reveal um so sony were meant to be doing a gdc which is game developers conference talk um so instead they basically released it as like a youtube um, kind of online conference video um, I think a lot of people went in and they probably didn't help themselves with the way they kind of said oh come and join Mark Cerny for a deep dive of the PS5 I think a lot of people would have expected that to be like oh right you're going to do what Microsoft's done like showing off the console and stuff like that but actually this was like meant for developers about how this conf- this console is going to work like the real nitty gritty geeky details um, so I think it was probably quite an underwhelming and disappointing and boring thing to watch for most consumers. Um, but I found it quite interesting. Um, and, but the reason why I don't want to, I don't, I don't think we can really talk about that much about it is because it is basically just numbers at this stage. Um, I think when we see some games being played, kind of shown off on it, um, when we see the box, we maybe get a more substantial release date or price kind of with it. That's where I think we can we can really start discussing it. Um, but I did want to just touch on it a little bit because obviously it's, it, it is the technical reveal slash announcement. Um, so there was a, there's been a lot of leaks and rumors um, in the lead up to this, um, which I've kind of semi followed on Digital Foundry because um, they've been kind of going through and kind of making up uh, kind of dummy PCs that correspond to the those equivalent um, leaked specs and stuff. Um, and it, it's pretty in line with, with the rumours. Um, there's, I'm not going to go into kind of what it is with this like eight core processor and stuff like that. But generally speaking, this is, this is a, this is a really big step up from PS4 and PS4 Pro. Um, it's not quite as um, kind of balls to the walls, impressive numbers as the Xbox Series X. Um, they definitely do have, um, in terms of the graphics and processor side of things, they they they've they've got that that one in in a sense. Um, but there's a lot of other things that the PlayStation Five is seemingly doing um, with the uh, they mentioned about the SSD. 
So I think you've got like, I think it's something like 865 gigabytes, which is, there are reasons for why it's not an actual terabyte, but that's your actual usable space you're going to have on it. So normally kind of space is taking up your, your um, uh, system, your OS and stuff like that as well. Um, so this should be usable. Um, but one of the things which I wanted to touch upon this because I don't see it talked about that much is with this SSD, so one thing is that it's just outrageously fast, like faster than basically anything that exists in the consumer PC world, um, uh, but by quite a stretch as well. Um, and one concern I think a lot of people had moving into this is about the, the hard drive size and with games getting so big nowadays, because like Red Dead, I think is like 120 gigabytes or something like that. Um, and quite quite often games go past the 100 gigabyte mark. Um, and one of the reasons for this is that often like assets in a game have to be like quadrupled up because basically on a hard on a, on a spinning hard disk, which is what's in all of our PlayStation 4s and Xboxes, um, the disk needs to spin up and then a little a little um, kind of head tracks across it and finds the information on it. So what, because that takes time to spin up and then it takes time to actually access and look over it, developers often like quadruple the, the assets on, on the disk. So what you have there is it's quadrupling it so that it only takes a quarter of the time to find it because there's four versions of it that it can look for. With the SSD, however, this is all directly fed into it straight away. So there's none of that seeking and searching for stuff. It just happens instantly. So although we don't have a terabyte of space available. Um, you've got 865 or whatever it is. Um, it should, technically speaking, as long as people um, create their games for the system and with that in mind, um, the game sizes should actually come down in size quite a bit. So I don't think this, oh, you're going to be able to load like three games onto your console is going to be as drastic as it's as it maybe kind of clickbaity sounds um yeah. which i think is a great a great kind of knockoff of having the ssd in there um so i'm hoping that that will will help reduce it even by kind of even if it's just a quarter you take off a quarter of the size of all the games that's still going to make a big difference in the amount of stuff you can put on there um, i think i think as well though like I Obviously, I, I watched the the Mark Cerny thing, and I I found it like quite interesting. I wasn't obviously yeah. as super into it as I think you were, but it, I was I was still left a little bit like, oh, I was kind of hoping. I I kind of knew we weren't going to see the box because it sure. wasn't you know it was hyped up, it wasn't but built it wasn't as that, but it yeah. wasn't it yeah. wasn't built up quite as much as that. Um, but I think it would have been cool to see some of the stuff he was saying. Like he was saying, you know, yes, you know, the load times of games are just gone like the ssd is just gonna absolutely smack you know you're not gonna have this you know loading screen you're not gonna have this loading here this like the bits in god of war where you have to you know crawl under a bit of cave so it can load up a bit around you that's gone that's not gonna happen anymore Um, but it'd been cool to it would have been cool to see that or like yeah have something like a a tech demo instead of just explaining it at us um yeah however like I think the thing, obviously, yeah, like we were saying, the Xbox, the Series X looks like it's an absolute beast in terms of yeah. know, it's, it's it's teraflops and all this stuff and all this it can yeah. do. But I think at the end of the day, the reason that PS4 won, well, won the last co- uh, generation or whatever, or, or, you know, 
not maybe not maybe that's a stupid way of putting it in terms of one but outsold it outsold the xbox one by a considerable margin mm. is because of two things and that was firstly the price and yep. secondly the games absolutely and i think that those are the two most important things like the playstation yep. is less powerful maybe its ssd is consider- considerably better but if one comes out a bit cheaper and if they can say well spider-man 2 god of war 2 uh potential last of us future potential uncharted games potential ghost yeah. of tsushima horizon you know if, if it can come out and say well that's done promise all of this then i think that's going to speak more than the the teraflops that a game can put down or anything like that yeah I think you're. I think you're completely right there, and I, I think it's very easy, especially for myself, when I was looking at it and kind of all the details come out, and then you go into the forums and you see people going crazy with flame war, like console war stuff. It's very easy to forget that that's not not the real situation with it. As, as enthusiasts, we kind of see that enthusiast mindset with it. Um, yeah. They are one hundred percent with that reveal and those the, the kind of specs they put out there. They are one hundred percent going for cheaper console than microsoft 100 percent um like like microsoft can can eat more cost if they wanted to try and bring the price down they're a much bigger company to be able to eat those costs but just the raw stuff that's in there this is a uh i don't know whether it's significant because the ssd might be something that offsets it but in terms of just like most of the stuff they're going for they're going for a a, a cheaper device to sell um yeah. which it i think What's interesting is I think you'll end up with with the way you always have to separate as well with this kind of stuff, third party and first party stuff. One of the big things is um, this this SSD, obviously, that Sony's saying um, it's like, uh, let's just say it's double the speed. I think it is like almost double the speed of the one on the Xbox. Now, the way you can look at that is right. Uh, a game will load in in one second instead of three seconds or, or, or along those lines, kind of in terms of when you get down to the numbers that that's fine that's that no one's going to give a crap about which one loads half a second quicker than the other one what will be different is when it comes to first party games because one of the things you have is when you look forward in a game the world around you is is created there and there is basically a buffer on the sides so that when a character quickly turns it's kind of loading in that stuff which is already buffered there if you times that buffer by three or divide it by three suddenly to turn really quickly, you can you don't need to have a huge buffer and you can make everything that you're seeing far more detailed because you don't need to buffer in the rest of the stuff around you. So although your game may load in one second compared to three, uh, having something accessible three times quicker for the rest of the game inside it could be a huge difference to how visually impressive something looks in the game. And that's why, unfortunately, that's only really, I think, going to be seen in first-party games because on a third-party mm. developer, they're going to go for the bottom level of whatever's available. So it will be the SSD of the Xbox and the GPU of the PlayStation is what will be the baseline. Yeah. And then on the Xbox, you'll just get maybe a slightly uh, better consistent 4K approach or something like that because it has the higher graphics card. The, the SSD, I think, is going to be a very much that you i don't know how easy it'll be for people to make a game to take advantage of that extra ssd speed whilst also making it easily compatible with the xbox one um i just don't know that 
But I think what you will see is open world first party games from Sony are going to be um, have a huge benefit. Like, like um, uh, we can't even comprehend it compared to in previous generations of consoles, like how much better this is um, and how big of a leap this is. Um, and that, I, I think something like Horizon 2 is going to be primed for being yeah. uh, one of the most impressive things we will have seen in gaming. Um, I think I think the Spider-Man sequel as well, like the detail yeah. that they're going to be able to put in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I'm I'm very I'm very positive coming out of it, only because when not taking it, when looking at the Xbox, this is an incredible jump in in one in power and one in in kind of additional technical stuff they're doing with it for the PS5 com- compared to the PS4, um, and and it, these these console kind of teraflop numbers and stuff they work on sliding scales in terms of. If you double the number, if you go from one to two, that's a huge difference. But then if you go from nine and a half to 11, even though it's a percentage kind of, there's a bigger number difference, it's actually less of an impact and stuff. So I don't know. It's it's going to be very interesting to see how it shakes out. But I think your your first party, it's still too early for Microsoft's purchases to, to begin to flex their muscle. Um, yeah. I think that's going to take several years to really have that working and even the caliber that they bought they bought some really good studios for sure like obsidian and um ninja theory and stuff but i i don't know if they're quite the draw or quite the almost like headline of like a god of war a horizon uh spider-man stuff a, a hellblade is a really cool game and has like a cult following but it's not a a pure system seller like a spider-man would have been no Um, for sure so i think i think until we see something different sony still have the exclusives um and they at least from what we've seen from these specs like they have the price as as it stands um i think i think it's going to be very interesting once we get those final details um but yeah, I, th- I think I don't really want to talk too much more about it because we're kind of getting into hypotheticals with it. Um, and until we really st- start seeing some of these games, we can actually start making kind of predictions with it. Um, but exciting nonetheless, and we're, we're, we're that bit, we're that much closer to the actual thing. Um, interesting in that video, and also from Xbox, uh, from Microsoft on the other side as well, still sticking with the holiday coronavirus hasn't hasn't sidetracked that i think i think there's no doubt that there'll be limited supplies um however i know that chinese factories are are in the process of reopening and stuff um my small tidbit off the side which is probably quite different for consoles but probably not a a huge difference is um like for example iphones i think the the iphone this year in september is normally when it's released um, they're saying that it shouldn't have too much impact because they only really start going into production in kind of May and June time. So I imagine consoles will maybe have a slightly longer time for production. Maybe, maybe not. Um, so uh, if if Chinese manufacturing is beginning to get back to where it, it, it is or kind of, then I'm hoping it won't have too much of an issue. I think the yeah. the, what, the bigger thing will be more on the consumer side of wanting to purchase something. I think that's the bigger impact coronavirus will have on it. Um, but they, they, yeah, they've doubled down for their holiday 2020. So 
I think I think we'll still see a November release date probably. Um or something like that. Cool. Yeah, so yeah, so that's 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 the the kind of big PlayStation news. Um I had a couple of other things here, um much smaller things. Um start with uh so if if you heard our um games of the decade list, you might know that I'm quite a big fan of Near Automata or Automata. Automata. It's definitely Automata. Automata sounds ridiculous. Uh, I'm a big fan of Near Automata. I think. I don't know how to say it. Um, but that is actually a sequel to another game um, called either Near Replicant or Near Gestalt. Um, and that depends on whether you bought it in Japan or in the West. And they that's always been stranded on the kind of PS3. Um, and they've just announced that as because it's the 10th year anniversary of, of Near, um, there's going to be a re-kind of master coming to PlayStation 4, PC and Xbox One. Um, it should be sometime this year. It's based off Near Replicant. And it's quite interesting. I didn't, I didn't properly know this, but um, so the, the West and Japan got two different versions of this game. Um, replicant and gestalt and replicant you play as a brother with his sister and his sister's really ill and you're going off to basically find a cure for her illness in the west in gestalt you're the dad and a daughter so it's it's this like slight different um dynamic but supposedly most most widely kind of thought is that gestalt being a dad and daughter is a better um it thematically worked better but they're bringing across replicant so will be a brother and daughter a brother and sister um so that is something i'm quite excited for cool. um we said epic games uh publisher and creator of uh fortnite who's our, our favorite game um they recently announced that they are um doing their own publishing for three developers so they've got under their wing now they've got gen design who are um who are basically the offshoot company of Team Eco. So when Team Eco kind of closed down, um, Gen Design is so the last guardian, what you're talking about, Shadow of the Colossus and Eco previously. So they're under the umbrella. Playdead, who made Inside and Limbo. Um, and also Remedy, who recently just brought us Control, um, are all under that pub- publishing arm now. Um, so they're going to be completely funding all development um, for the next... For, for those studios um and there's kind of a breakdown of ha- what kind of revenues they get and stuff like that and profits and stuff i mean it all seems it, i don't know in my, in my mind it all looks pretty good and kind of i think especially having played control and really enjoying it but seeing that i know it did actually they were happy with how well it sold and how much money it made but it not setting the world like at all in sales i was kind of a little concerned like oh i hope they get to keep going because they are such a weird company that i wouldn't want to see anything see them go down as it were um so this is obviously going to give them quite a bit of help which is nice um the last thing i had on here which is kind of a bit more of a wishy-washy thing is konami rumors um so there there's been a lot of rumors flying around about konami um and their ip so things like silent hill metal gear solid um castlevania um, in Sony and Microsoft seemingly being in some sort of bidding war for buying or exclusive rights to all of those IP. Um, I, I don't know if there's really any truth to any of it, um, but it's quite fun to think of the uh, the possibilities of it. 
Um, and I know that there was uh, there was something about uh, with Sony kind of wanting to buy all of the IP, so owning Castlevania, Silent Hill, and Metal Gear Solid, um, and then the th- and then there being something about an internal team remaking um, Metal Gear Solid One um, for for current consoles and stuff, which just uh, the second anyone says something like that, I can't help but get a bit excited. Yeah, I'd love I'd love to. Uh play through a remake or a remaster or whatever of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. That'd be so cool. It'd be, it'd be so, so good. Um, and the, the other thing off the back of that, w- w- on the Sony side of things, was uh, the rumour was that Sony were really, really like trying hard to kind of smooth over the relationship between Konami and, and Kojima so that they could bring him back to, to finish Silent Hills or keep working on a Silent Hill game. Mm. Um, and that they were like, Sony were like being like the, the people in the middle trying to, trying to force a, a, an amicable situation. Um, I, again, I'd love Silent Hills to to come back. Maybe maybe it's time's gone, but um, I'd still love to to see that have that see the light of day. Um, but I thought it's worth worth just mentioning because it's um, quite fanciful and quite uh, kind of interesting to think about the possibilities of what what could happen if either of them got exclusive rights to those franchises. Oh, it would be so, it would be so weird for Microsoft to do it. But also, I, I saw someone mention like ah like. Obviously, I wouldn't want this if you're a Sony fanboy, but as a Sony fanboy, if they did that, my goodness, like, I would love to see Sony's response. Because if, if Microsoft bought that, like, they need, that's like a big win. So you need, yeah. I feel like you'd need Sony to do something in response or kind of try and work something out. Um, yeah, but the idea, but, the idea of like, like, because obviously, if Sony could get the rights to Metal Gear Solid and then also they have yeah. Kojima, like, ugh. Yeah, you it's the it, possibilities. It's the, the possibilities, but also like uh like I has it as as like one of the Metal Gear is like my favourite franchise. Like I I kinda don't want another Metal Gear. We're done. Mm. We're done. We don't need any more. But then if there was gonna be one, I would want him involved with it, obviously. Um Hmm. The possibilities. And then it, yeah, imagine if Sony bought Blue Point. And they're making that Dark Souls remake or remaster, and then they can bring them in to do Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah, it'd be beautiful. Definitely. It would be beautiful. But we'll see. It's all rumors. All rumors at this point. Um, and that's about it. I don't. There's uh, obviously there are lots happened over the last couple of weeks, especially with coronavirus and stuff. But those are those are the main things that kind of piqued my interest. Was there was there anything you had? No, don't think so at all. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. Well, um. Let's let's move on to our favourite way to finish a podcast, which is betting. Being obsessed Excellent. by bets. Um, so last last episode we had a bet where we were going to talk about um, where we're going to have a look. We're going to go on Sony uh, PlayStation's YouTube channel and look at the Ghosts of Tsushima um, story trailer. We're going to look at how many um, how many views it had. Now, I'm pretty sure I said somewhere in the 10 million range. I think you yeah. said somewhere in the 12 million range. Yeah, I think I said 13. I think I said 13. 13, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I was like 10.6 or something like that. Yeah, okay. Um, so, Chris, you have the YouTube channel there open, right? I've got it open right now. Okay. Uh, Talk to, to me about, yeah, reveal how many views it's had. So I said 13 million. 
and you said 10 yeah. million. Yeah. I can tell you that we both grossly overestimated <laughs> how many okay. people would have watched this trailer. Um, yeah. So it's got 307,700 views on uh, right. the PlayStation channel. So, Okay. So yeah, we, we slightly misjudged that one. Slightly, slightly, um, over just over over an overestimation there. We we yeah. you know the the PlayStation YouTube channel has nine point seven four million overestimated, not under subscribed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it was unlikely, I think. Yeah. To, uh, so like, like the, <laughs> the gameplay demos, the gameplay gameplay debut, the E three twenty eighteen has got four point four million views. Um, Shows the power of E three. Oh, we didn't even talk about E three being cancelled. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, everything, everything's cancelled, so... Exactly. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, we've talked about it now. Um, <laughs> so, right, so if I'm right in thinking, though, um, it does mean that I won the bet. It does mean you won the bet. So it means 10 more points go to Gryffindor. Yes. Which I'm pretty sure makes the score currently 20 to 10. Ooh, so, so pull it, pulling out a lead there now. Gryffindor have the lead. I think this is actually the first time... That you've ever. been ever, <laughs> ever been in front and since last since the final episode of 2019. Yeah. So I think uh, I think I won the first first one of this series. Oh, did you? I think because I think I remember saying starting as I starting as I meant to go on. Huh. Okay. Uh, I'm think. pretty I'm maybe uh, maybe not maybe not maybe not. Um. Um. Regardless, though, I'm in the lead, which is good. Yeah. The way things should be. So what's the next? What's the next bet? Next. Next bet, right? So I've been playing Doom Eternal. It's just come out. Everyone's excited about ripping and tearing and killing demons and this sort. Um, so we are going to do something which, yeah, we've done before a couple of times. We're going to go on to Open Critic. We're going to look at the. We're going to click on the game on PS4, and we're going to look at the first review that's there. Load that up, and then we're going to do Alt F4. No, not Alt F4. Command Four. Command F. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I've lost the plot. Command F. And we're, we're going to count how many times the word hell is in the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. How many times is hell? Including subtitle and title. And like picture. Um, picture quote. Like uh, pic- description. Captions. Captions. Yeah. Captions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How many times the word hell is said? I will kick things off oh, okay. by saying that um, I think there will be six mentions Ooh, okay. hell and i've picked that because of the old 666 in it oh nice uh, see i see i've been thinking about this for a while and i was, I was gonna go with eight um Ooh, okay but i'm kind of thinking that maybe i should go seven i like seven you can just be holy. in case yeah just in case it was seven then it would be like yeah we wouldn't be able yeah, to yeah, make. Yeah. so i will pick seven times um and on the topic of sixes uh, the last trophy on the trophy list of the game is kills 666 demons. And it's something like, because it's a magic number, is what it's called or something like that. Uh, okay. Nice. Which is quite fun. Um, so that is excellent. locked in. They are locked in. Um, and that's the bet. So, yeah, I think that about does it for us today. Um, we, I think we, I think we should be able to get into a fairly regular schedule with this now because... Um, we had a few issues of trying to uh, arrange microphones because of the lockdown, um, but we've got that yeah. sorted now. So uh, we should be good to go. Um, 
so hopefully we'll get back to a slightly more regular schedule with the episodes um but yeah i think that about does it for today so thank you as always chris for for joining me here it's been an absolute pleasure to uh absolutely and uh where uh, yeah we need to do this where 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 can you where can you find us chris uh everywhere everywhere uh, no you can find us um uh at indreamsclub.com which is our website you can yeah. find us on twitter at indreamsclub um you can find us on bite at indreamsclub mm. where I post bites i posted a bite the other day of me on a on a walk Nice. Uh, at nice. night time. Behind, thought, behind the not? scenes. Behind the scenes. <laughs> um, it was while I was having a break from Dragon Quest. Um, you can also find us on YouTube. Yes, Ooh. absolutely. Where you can you can hopefully see our last episode. Uh, the is, last. Is the plan to get, uh, so episodes the 20 to... and 21 are. Yeah, well, hopefully. Uh, 21's not live yet, but um, will be fairly soon um, with video. Um, yeah. And this episode will have a video up, but it won't be of us. There will be other stuff. Of in course, there. of course, um, we can't I, be present with each other. Yeah, and I'm also uploading um, the old episodes. Currently, episodes one, two, and three of Bomb Squad Excellent. are live on the on the YouTube's. So if you want to just Fantastic. like binge a podcast, binge binge the show, listen to all of them, just have it on YouTube open. Then listen, listen to us free. starting out in our kind of infantile way I, I i listened to episode 21 before i put it live yesterday and then i went yeah. back and uh because spotify i was listening on spotify and spotify yeah. automatically put me back on episode one and i listened to the beginning yeah. of it and uh it is quite i feel like we've come a, a, we've come a, a fairly long way. long way in the last 21 yeah. episodes so yeah yeah good good i'd expect that but yeah i'm looking forward to see where we are at 50 oh yeah we'll get there we'll get there (laughs) um but as always thank you very much for listening also and um i hope you have a lovely rest of your day you stay safe and you stay inside stay inside stay stay inside save the nhs save yourself or whatever it is um (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah enjoy the enjoy it try and enjoy these unprecedented times play some games and work through your back catalogue and uh and keep chatting to each other as well uh so yeah Thanks, and uh, see you soon.